Welcome back to the Free Therapy Show. This is what we call our therapeutic moments where we try to give you our show in bite-sized bits, man. It's your boy, Paul, a.k.a. Fuzzy Handsome, and I'm with my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's Mr. Ron, a.k.a. B. Ron. What's up? B. Ron. How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Doing good. Having a good week. Good week coming to an end, so it's a good time. (laughs) That's what's up, man. I'm excited about this show, A, because we kind of bring it to a different format, and B, we're going to be introducing our first co-host on our show here as we bring in Carrie from the Midwest, who's the biggest boxing fan that we probably know right now, man. She's pretty excited to hear you guys talk about this match this upcoming weekend with Canelo and Charlo, man. So, Carrie from the Midwest, you want to step in here and kind of give us an introduction, tell us. How did a middle-aged white mom become the biggest boxing fan in the world? <laughs> hey, hello, hello. I hello. um I am so excited to be on with both of you. I'm I'm as you know always excited to have somebody to talk boxing with. Uh, not a whole lot of people in my world that I can converse with uh, about this topic. So I'm super excited to have, to have this opportunity. I kind of got started. I think um, boxing is a great diversion from stressful life for me. Like I have a relatively stressful job and Mm -hmm. it's a great opportunity for me to just let go of the things of work. And I, I just, I uh, love the rhythm of boxing. I love to get into watching all the hype as we're coming up on a fight. And that's, I think, why it's caught my attention so often. Okay. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool, you know, just your demographic and your love of boxing. It just generally don't match up, but it's really cool to hear you talk about it. Really cool to see you get excited about it. And I know you and Mr. Rome share that passion and that's why I'm gonna step out the way now and let you guys kind of take over and take this show to where we talk about this Charlo Canelo fight. Hey, I, I tell you what, um I think Carrie said something about hype and I, I do believe that's what's always got me and sometimes, you know, some fights it takes a little bit more to get there and then other fights, you know, from the beginning, you know, if you go back to, you know, Mayweather and and those kind of things, he could always get energy up for a fight early on and and have you waiting three months to watch him fight and and really be excited. But uh, like uh, right now, all access on Showtime is really where I kind of go when I get close to a fight and uh, with Canelo and Charlo right on the cusp this weekend. I'm trying to catch up with my all access episodes. I'm about uh one and a half into the two episodes. So uh that has kind of led us to right here and weigh in being uh tomorrow as we record this uh it'll be tomorrow and, and this is the exciting time. Canelo versus Charlo. Absolutely. Showtime does such an amazing job with all of those access shows, all access shows. I, I don't think they've ever disappointed me with that. They really can bring out the personalities of the different boxers and, uh, and really kind of put it all in a, in a, in a, in a good package. So you get the full picture of both of the boxers as their talent and as personalities. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Although I, I, uh, I really enjoyed the all access shows this time. I don't know if you had an opportunity to watch the uh, press conference. 
I haven't. I haven't got a a lot of it. I've gotten some of it. I've gotten enough of it to kind of see where Charlo is kind of backed down a little bit from his his normal kind of rowdiness. It seems like he's a little bit more reserved here, and and that's the thing I'm taking away. It's like he's kind of taking a different approach, and I'm not sure, you know, what's brought that on or or why uh, they're switching up a little bit with his energy. Yeah, he was, you know, Canelo never seems to get too much into the hype. He's pretty mel- he's pretty level all the time. Uh but yeah, I saw a whole different picture of of Charlo this time and he did. He seemed almost a little bit reverent mm-hmm. to to Canelo, which was kind of interesting. Um and he even talked about it in an interview after the press conference about he was already looking ahead at like stepping back down in weight to go down for potentially Crawford so it's kind of like if you thought if you were really confident that you were going to win this fight yeah why are you already ahead of time stepping yeah. back so that I didn't uh, that was I thought a little um showing telling yeah yeah there. I, I kind of get that in in some of his uh the way he's speaking about the fight uh his approach to it um but Really, I, I have to be honest, Carrie. I think uh, at this point, after watching uh, Spence Crawford, I, I'm not sure what I know about boxing right now. I'm kind of in a place where I'm kind of reassessing how much I, I do know about boxing because I thought I knew some things that uh, turned out a lot different if we're talking Spence Crawford. So uh, I think going into this fight, I'm I'm pretty sure I know how it's going to gonna play out. I think maybe I'm quietly optimistic. I've always kind of been in the the corner of the twin Charlos. Uh, I just like that energy coming out of Texas. I like how they approached boxing early on and tried to make a name for themselves and tried to kind of cut out a space where they they were going to be promoted and be able to focus really on bringing a lot of championship belts back to that camp, um, which if we're honest, uh, that camp is kind of under fire right now with Derek James. So there's a lot to prove. So I think that's what I'm looking forward to going into this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think that, I mean, I think Charlo stands a chance. I think he's 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 got power. He's got a real strong jab, which I think to get to Canelo, you have to be a strong jabber. But he's definitely, Charlo's very active. He's just a very active fighter. He's moving a lot. And we know that one of Canelo's weaknesses is he's just kind of solid on his feet. He's not real agile on his feet. So I think as long as Charles stays away from the ropes and doesn't get himself in that situation, I think, you know, there's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance. A slight chance. There's a chance. Though. Slight chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, y'all sound not, like, not like right there's enough. a chance. Like, if I step in the ring, I can hit him right and I can knock him down too. Like, it's a chance. Like, does Charlo really have like a chance? Or if maybe like with Fuzzy Handsome, if you squint just right and the sun catch your eye, he <laughs> got the right momentum behind the throw. Like, maybe he can knock him out, but he definitely can't out point him. Is that what you guys are saying? Well, uh, I don't know uh, that he can knock him out. Canelo's Canelo's proven to be pretty. He can take a punch. Like I don't know that Charlo stands a chance of knocking him out. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think uh, he really has a chance of knocking him out, uh, especially being up at one sixty eight. And this is one thing I did want to talk 
uh, with you about, Carrie, is uh, the science behind uh, being at maybe your walk around weight. So a lot of people are saying like uh, Charlo walks around around 168, but bringing power at 168 is different than walking around at 168 because like once you train at a certain weight and you cut down to a certain weight over and over and over again, that's where you're going to carry the weight is where you're training down to. So um, I'm just always a little skeptical about, a fighter moving up for the first time at a, a higher weight and thinking that his power is just going to transfer because I don't believe it does. And I think we saw that a little bit with Connor Ben this past weekend where I don't think his power really translated like he thought it would. Now mm-hmm. he had some ring rust and all of that going back in too, but I don't think he carried power back uh, like he thought he would at 147. Yeah. And the question is not only the power, but the cardio when you're carrying that much extra weight into. And we know that Charlo has good cardio, but what's that going to mean to him in the later rounds to be holding that extra weight and trying to maneuver the way he does? Like I said, he's such an active fighter. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what that would be. Tim Bradley talked about being um uh, if you take a, a high performance sport car and you know send it around the track, it, it takes the curves, it's got the power, it's got the maneuverability, but you put like a sofa on top of it and try to send it around that same track. And what he was saying was that extra weight that Charlo is carrying is like he's carrying around this whole extra um uh, piece is going to take away all the different pieces, the speed, the agility, the activity, the cardio. Yeah, I, I think that's that's probably what I'm kind of getting to is like, you know, with him moving up at, at 168 and taking this fight and he didn't just pick anybody. He didn't just, you know, start with a, a, a bum like, hey, you're, you're dealing with the guy like Canelo has been you, under you, bright lights more than anybody see, else. Sorry, did you see Char, uh, Canelo's response like early on when Charlo first signed that contract? Did you see Canelo say, I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> he, was, he was just like, I, I don't know what he's thinking, but I'm going to take it seriously. I'm going to train. But I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, Canelo was really surprised that he that he took the bait. Um, but I guess in absence of his brother taking it, he stepped up. So, which is yeah. amazingly has has led to a little discord between Among them, the brothers. And they've had this, uh, you know, happen a time or two before, but there's so much turmoil going on, I think, with uh, Jamal that, uh, you know, Jamel is trying to kind of step off to the side and really focus on what's ahead of him while his brother kind of wrangles in his demons Mm -hmm. a little bit uh, with all the commotion, you know, prior to Spence and Crawford, the uh, Spence Crawford fight uh, where uh, he and um, I can't think his name now. uh, Gosh, I'm drawing a blank. The uh, fighter that slapped Jamal. Is that where he got slapped? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah slap Jamal. Uh, yeah, Caleb Plant, Caleb Plant, Caleb Plant, Plant. Yeah. yeah, Caleb Plant. Where uh, Plant slapped him, and they were talking. You know, maybe he was having some mental things going on with that. But uh, his brothers basically, like, not even expecting him to show up at the fight. 
Yeah. Mel has been very respectful. So Mel has been very respectful when he's talking about his brother. He he is. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So he's, he's not, he's not, you know, burning any bridges, not that you would burn your bridges with your brother, but I mean, he's, 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 he's handling him very respectfully at this point. So I had to, I had to respect that and appreciate that. Um, Now, Eddie Hearn's talking about, he thinks the next fight for Canelo might be the brother. Oh, wow. Wow. Right. But yeah, there's, there's a lot happening. There's been a lot happening this year with boxing. It's like, it's really exciting time, but it's also kind of confusing. And like I said, like, I'm, I'm kind of in a place where I'm not quite sure what I'm able to see with boxing. Uh, I do think, uh, the both sides of the street argument with, uh, PBC, and then you had top rank, how they were keeping fighters apart for so long. I think that kind of handicapped the fans a little bit because you end up with these two different, you know, sections of fans. And if you're not watching both fighters be able to fight the same class of opponent, you really don't get a true sense of what you're looking at. I think that also not only handicaps the fans, but it handicaps the sport in that trying to bring new fans into the sport. Uh, we, we see this in the heavy, in the heavyweight division right now. You have great fights that could be made, but we have conversations, boxing fans, the, the spokespersons for boxing have conversations about all the reasons why it's not. Mm-hmm. And so if you're trying to draw new fans into the sport and trying to grow it to become a more mainstream, but, but the fans that take a look at peek in at boxing, they're all they're seeing is all the reasons why fights are not being made. It, it, how long are they going to hang with us while we're waiting for a year or more to get these good fights made? And, um, and the heavyweight division is, is an example of that right now. But you mentioned um, Thurman earlier, and that made me think of the, uh, the, uh, well, the tank Thurman. That made me think of the undercard. And there's actually a couple of good fights on this undercard this weekend as well. Um, yeah. And I know like Bar, uh, Barrios. Ugas, Barrios and is Ugas and Barrios. Yes. I think Barrios fought both tank and Thurman and looked really bad. So I don't know how he's going to do against you guys, but he wasn't looking very good, but he was also against tank and Thurman. So, yeah, so that's, I, that's, that's not the, that that's on the undercard, but the one that I'm really looking forward to is the uh, Ramos, Jesus Ramos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and whoever he's uh, Erickson Lubin. Mm-hmm. Erickson Lubin. I think that, I think there's a potential that that's going to be the best fight on the card um unless we're really surprised with how the the main event goes um i think it's very potential that the lubin ramos fight might be the best card of the night it is it is a great undercard um definitely looking forward to seeing Ugas uh back in the ring i i did like uh barrios though versus tank i think uh at some point he just got overconfident with what he was able to do I think early on, though, and Tank's a slow starter, but early on uh, in that fight, Barrios was was definitely doing a great job with his jab, keeping you know keeping Tank at distance. But I think some point during the fight, Tank just figured out like, eh, yeah, you can't hurt me, and he just walked him down and, and knocked him out. So um, yeah, but I, I yeah, agree. I, I, 
I was I was gonna say just a, a great undercard coming up this weekend, and, and I mean the main event itself is it's gonna be uh, entertaining if nothing else, and and sparks could fly. I, I'd like to be surprised when he fought Floyd, so he he wasn't who he is now. Like he but really, Floyd still beat him. Yeah, Floyd still beat him. We always <laughs> we always got to get it in, man. We always got to get it in. But yeah. there are a whole lot of people that feel that he lost that fight to Triple G, though. Yeah, yeah, that is one blemish. I would definitely say uh, out of the uh, three that they had, that he did have a loss in there or one that they definitely should have given to Triple G. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, so he what is... we have then is Canelo at 59-2-2 and Charlo at 31 one and one, thirty-five one and one. My bad. Uh, locking up for a big time fight this weekend at a weight class that is above Charlo's normal weight. Correct? Yes. And yes. you guys said that was the downfall for Canelo in his fight with Bebel. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, how do you guys think this fight is going to go then? With what you just said there. I, so, um, this, this fight, Canelo is by far the toughest fight that Charlo will have faced, I believe. He's not faced anybody like this before. Um, Canelo has faced a lot of really difficult fighters. Um, Canelo's at his comfort weight. Charlo's jumping up a couple. Uh, so, I mean, I have to, I have to go with Canelo. I just, you have to go with Canelo. Um, but I'm not saying that Charlo can't put, make it a good entertaining fight because he is so active and that's, uh, not Canelo's strong point. So it, it, it could be a fun, entertaining, energetic fight, but I have to go with Canelo. I think I'm right. I'm right there with you, Carrie. Uh, I believe if, if Charlo was to beat Canelo this weekend, it would be, one of, if not the biggest upset in boxing history. Like, I, I just history don't. History of boxing? In the history of boxing. It would be that big. If, it would I just, be that big. It would be that big. Um, now, Canelo, now I want to say, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, just the things we were talking about. Canelo is really a machine at this point. Um, they're very comfortable. This is like his fourth fight in a year's time. Uh, uh, he's active. He stays active. He's always training. He doesn't take time off. He doesn't need a lot of time to set fights up. So I, I think all of those things lend to his favor. And I reluctantly, I mean, I like Canelo. I, I think I've started to like him a lot more over the years uh, than I, I, I did early on. But I mean, you have to respect the guy and definitely have to take him in this fight. That's the smart money, I, I do believe. Mm-hmm. And to what you would you say with how often, how active Canelo is, Charlo hasn't fought for more than a year now. Um, mm-hmm. But also, just like we talked about with still props to Canelo, even though he went up beyond his weight class and lost to Bevel, he's still an amazing fighter. And, Kudos because he tried it, and the same thing's going to happen with Charlo. I mean, it's this is not Charlo's not going to lose one way or the other. He took this fight. He stepped up to right, this fight. Right. So even even it, great though point. he loses this fight, I mean, he took 
two weight classes up to fight like one of the greatest fighters of our time. Mm. Okay. So win win for Charlo, definitely. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. B-Roll, you know I'm a wild boy, man. I'm a wild boy. Uh, so <laughs> I'm boy, going son. to take a flyer. <laughs> I'm going to take a flyer on the underdog, Charlo, with the sneaky punch and put <laughs> Canelo down in the ninth round, son. I got Charlo oh, wow. taking the victory. Oh, wow. I want to see what <laughs> Vegas is saying. I got to see what Vegas is saying. Out of the hands of defeat here, man. Y'all have given my boy a dire sentence that he's walking into. And I'm taking Charlo to 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 pull the biggest upset in boxing history, baby. I guarantee in the world. Yeah, I told Barkley. I told y'all at the beginning of this, I don't really know if I know what I'm talking about. So I, I don't know where I'm at right now. I, I don't I can't tell Let you me just sure. say this too. Let me just say this too. The last time I took the underdog against Canelo, Kerry, I think he got his face bust in, right? Yeah, broke his verbal. <laughs> Broke his orbital bone. So Charlo, be careful, that was, man. That was, uh, that's yeah, all I'm saying. That was Saunders, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. careful out there, Charlo, because uh, whenever I take the the Canelo underdog, they get their faces busted, in, bro. Hey, it's it's eighty twenty right now. Uh, Four hundred twenty lion against uh, Charlo in Vegas. Yeah, that's easy money, man. Let me get some of that. Yeah, hey, dog, just that. take Charlo. Hey, just Charlo in the night. Hundred dollars, bro. Put a hundred dollars, man. Hundred dollars yeah. down. Bro. Yeah, yeah, man. So with the last little bit, we were talking about um, women's boxing, and you know this uh, upcoming switch to three minute rounds. What What do you uh, think? Uh, your thoughts about that? Uh, you know, I think if if the athletes trainers and the athletes team support and endorse them trying it, then we should let them try it. Not the athletes necessarily because these these boxers are all in, right? They're, you're not going to be able to tell them they can't do anything. But if their teams, if their trainers, if the people who are there supporting them feel that they should be able to try it, I, I think we should be able to let them try it. I'm, 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 I'm excited it. to see it. I'm all yeah, for it. I, I definitely, uh, think I watched a lot. I've watched a lot of women's boxing. There have been a lot of great fights over the last year. Uh, Shields and, and Marshall and Serrano and, um, I, I know I was going to drop her Taylor. name. Yep. There you go. There you Boom. go. Boom. Boom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Katie Taylor, Serrano <laughs> and Katie Taylor. Like, I mean, those were record breaking fights, really good fights. And, and there's been a lot more with Alicia Baumgartner and some of, uh, some of her fights over the last year. And I have felt that watching like, Hey, you know, they, they're getting close to stopping. Uh, uh, somebody, and then you run into the the end of the, the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I I would definitely like to see them have the opportunity, like you say, if they're preparing for it and their camps feel like you know it's something that they should be able to attempt. Like, why not? I don't see why not. Like, uh, they're they're in the gym putting in the work. Let them let them. And go. they've been training for it, right? And they've been training for it. It's not like they're just stepping in there not knowing what they're getting into. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited. I'm excited overall to see how the women's boxing has moved forward so dramatically in just the last couple of years. Yep. 
making strides, making strides. And then you have. So this uh, is like, and excited to uh, get more guests on here, but really excited to expose uh, Carrie and her boxing knowledge to the listeners that we have here. Uh, uh, it's pretty funny to me uh, seeing her background and seeing where she is with boxing and her deep knowledge and knowing that she's been to fights and even been to see Canelo fight and everything, man, that's pretty cool. So um, kudos and shout out to you guys for carrying this episode. I tried to stay in the background and let y'all handle it and y'all took it and knocked it out the park. I'm I'm definitely glad to have had the opportunity. Uh, we've talked about it before and uh, just to be able to get her on here and, and like you said, kind of expose some of that knowledge and uh, anytime I can talk boxing and, you know, really get a good conversation going, it's a good time for me. So I'm glad she was on. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And anytime you want to talk boxing, give me a call. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> this has been the free therapy show therapeutic moments until we catch you guys again with the next episode take care and take charlo and nine <laughs> all right i'll take it easy all right bye-bye